listening to Marist Connections, a podcast produced by the Marist Alumni Office, which highlights members of the Marist family, including our alumni, students, faculty, staff, coaches, and many more. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy Woods, Executive Director of Alumni Relations and a graduate from the class of 1997. For the fifth season of Marist Connections, we're highlighting student life on campus, interviewing students, coaches, faculty, and staff about their experiences. Today, we're talking with Lee Maringoff, Barbara Carvalho, Catherine Rivera from the class of 2020, and Marist senior, Ashley Marcinek. Welcome everyone. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So let's start with Lee. Lee Maringoff is the director of the Marist College Institute for Public Opinion and a member of the political science faculty. He is a frequent commentator on politics and elections and is often quoted in print and digital media. Lee has appeared regularly on television and radio as an expert on public opinion, politics, and polling. Barbara Carvalho is the director of the Marist College Poll. She has written numerous articles on elections, politics, and public policy issues, and frequently comments on current events for print and electronic media. And I will add, she's a Marist College graduate. Absolutely. Catherine Rivera graduated from Marist in 2020 with a degree in political science and a minor in mathematics. They are currently a senior associate of research at Global Strategy Group. At Marist, Catherine worked as an interviewer, translator, and coder for MIPO, interned for Congressman Beto O'Rourke, studied abroad in London as a Hansard Society scholar, and was a resident assistant on campus. They also completed their honors thesis entitled Analysis of Convergent Democratic Political Strategies, 2020 Presidential Election with Lee Maringoff. Ashley Marcinek is a senior majoring in political science with minors in global studies and interactive media. She has also just earned a paralegal certificate from Marist. Ashley started out as a college to career newsfeed intern then was hired as a Newsfeed member and is now a producer for the Marist Poll. She is also heavily involved with Marist Theater where she serves as chairperson of costumes, hair, makeup and does everything from costuming to directing to acting. Thanks again, everyone for taking time out of your day to join us. Thanks so much, Amy. Oh my gosh, can you believe that uh, these students and Katie alum that was a mouthful. How they do, I don't know how they do it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, it is yeah. crazy. Yeah. So let's start, uh, and Barb, Lee, for yeah. those who may not be aware, can you explain what the Marist Institute of Public Opinion and the Mar Marist Poll are and what they do? Uh, sure. Um, the short version is that uh, was way back in 1978 as part of a class, uh, we started to do survey research polling um, and that sort of grew into a much more rigorous uh, method of conducting public opinion polls. And um, at the time, way back when, we were one of the few independent polls and certainly the first college-based poll to use undergraduates uh, in a variety of capacities. So the Institute does lots of things. We do polling, that's sort of our, you know, our flagship, we're known for that. But uh, as you'll hear when we talk to Katie and Ashley, um, there's a whole bunch of other programs um, beyond coursework, internships. Um, uh, Katie was uh, 
one of the students who went to the New Hampshire primary for the presidential election. Uh, Ashley is uh, produces our own podcast. Um, and uh, there's just lots of lots of stuff. Um, as I say, if it was something I would have liked to have had as an undergraduate, we find a way to make it available for Marist College students. And that's really been the guiding principle uh, for the poll. We have a total of about 300 students involved in the Institute. And I always like to point out that they come from all majors. Um, these are not just poli-sci communications. These are what we like to say are the best students we got. So uh, regardless of major, but Barb, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, you know, you may you may mention some of my greatness or something. If you want to drop that in, I kept <laughs> oh, that I out. Thought you, I thought you said it very well, Lee. Oh, I know okay. people usually know us for the work we do in you know on elections, but behind the scenes, as Lee mentioned, there are so many students. It's an educational program um, at the college. It's a research center, so we focus on public opinion surveys and all different kinds of research. Uh, but we do a lot of other stuff as well, uh, as Lee mentioned the the courses. And we had a great group of students uh, uh, this year, um, this semester as well, in in the fall. And uh, they did a great job on their final projects, which uh, entailed asking questions of a national audience on a variety of topics. So how did COVID impact your work this past what, year and a half, almost two years now? You know, how did it impact what you were able to do, the student polling, uh, things like that? Well, everybody became two-dimensional <laughs> for a while. <laughs> uh, and now I'm very yeah. happy that Maris is, you know, open for business uh, uh, and uh, we get to see people in, in three-dimensional again. Uh, <laughs> so we've come a long way, uh, but Barb, I mean, COVID we were, really yeah, just we were very so lucky. much of us. Yeah. We were very lucky at the Institute for Public Opinion. Uh, you know, we, we have um, needed to be remote for as far as back as remote was possible. And what I mean by that is not that we haven't been on campus full time, but, uh, you know, we pollsters sometimes come out at night and have to work really odd hours. So each of us um, staff wise had already set, you know, set things up in our homes to be able to communicate. Uh, in our conference room, we had already had a, um, a video cam that was voice activated and would swing over to whomever was talking. So we were already doing a lot of things remotely. And um, we had moved a lot of our data and a lot of the, the things that we work on, projects we work on um, into the cloud. So that was the good part. The bad part was that we then had to transition completely, not only what we did as a staff, but what we did educationally and in the survey center as well, all in a blink. Um, remember spring of uh, 2020, Although um, you know COVID was uh, part of the was the main headline, uh, we were still going through a presidential uh, primary campaign, mm -hmm. so there was still a lot of need for polling. It took us about um, I would say about three to four weeks um, to shift everybody uh, to a remote presence. And what I mean by that is we kind of put together a whole bunch of different software, uh, Microsoft Teams. Um, Zoom, uh, Slack, which we were already on, but we got the students on board with that too. Um, and we were all talking, um, you know, as Lee says, two-dimensionally um, on video working and 
uh, doing yeah. Uh, interviews. Yeah, there's one other advantage that, that, that I wanted to throw in here was that uh, one of the things COVID allowed for was, and, and the fact we went remote with all of our interviewing uh, at the time, was that we were not limited by the number of interviewers we could put on the phones based on the physical limitations of the survey center. So mm -hmm. we, and plus, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, a lot of students were at home <laughs> and they were, you know, over the summer, especially, you know, needing to work in a way that was not you know, harmful or potentially harmful. So working remotely with us was, uh, you know, a great way of kind of like making some money and gaining some experience and doing all those kinds of things um, that, um, and we also established the, the internship program, the, the C2C program. Uh, College which, to career, right? Which, which Ashley was a participant in. And, um, and that was a way to connect students with internships um, when they weren't having the opportunity to do things like go abroad, which Katie did when she was a student here, but that was no longer an opportunity during those those bad semesters. So we okay. we've always been kind of nimble, and we were you know this really tested us, but uh, I think we um, you know as they say made some lemonade out of the lemons that were available. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and actually, Katie, uh, you had the you know the probably the the experience that a lot of of seniors had. Uh, during uh, COVID, you had an internship for the summer, and and then what happened? Yeah, no, um, my internship program got terminated, um, and so I was, you know, obviously very distraught, not just for the internship, but just kind of career-wise, it was very um, existential, you know. <laughs> um, but but I got so lucky with um, GSG as soon as. Global uh, strategies, right? Global strategy. Uh, the where I work right now. Um, that's who who I was planning on interning with, and then um, you know, obviously the twenty twenty election ramped up, um, and I think just like everyone else realized that this was going to be um, a big one and needed all hands on deck, and so I ended up getting a job offer instead of an internship offer, um, and so now here I am a year and a half later with them. Just for those who don't know, just uh, what Global Strategies is all about. Yeah, Global Strategy Group is a democratic polling firm. Um, so we, but we don't just do politics. We do um, issue advocacy also. Um, I'd say it's probably one of the, the biggest um, democratic polling firms in the U.S. Yeah, and you do? Um, I'm a... I'm a senior associate. Um, so I, I do a lot of um, like survey drafting, proofing, um, working with vendors, getting uh, surveys underway, talking to clients, like figuring out their priorities and how that translates into like research questions and then how research questions translate into uh, workable materials and then getting the numbers back from vendors and seeing, you know, what does it mean? Um, that's, I think, most of my job is just going like, what does this yeah. mean yeah, every day? Amy, you oh, identified that Katie was both poli-sci and math, which was such a great combination for, you know, putting her on the direction for what she's doing now for a living. You're, you're actually right. doing this yeah. for a living now. It's wonderful. <laughs> I, I can't say that it's like the easiest transition I've ever had. I, I thought, you know, from college to, to the job market 
um, just was going to be so jarring for me. And it ended up being very, very simple, made lots of sense. Well, also jarring for you was riding by yourself from uh, El Paso, Texas <laughs> to Poughkeepsie. To no, to absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think, you know, I, I didn't know anyone who worked in New York City, any of these things. And it just, it, you know, I think Maris in general, but obviously the pool really made that happen for me. Yeah, so COVID, COVID changed a whole host of things. And although we're back full time and uh, a lot of, you know, the things we did before COVID, we still do do. Uh, I think a lot of things have changed. We're, we're still in the survey center, but we are also remote. So students can have a choice between working on site uh, and uh, working in their dorms uh, or apartments. Uh, and uh, it gives an opportunity for, uh, you know, there are no walls to our survey center, basically. <laughs> uh, students, you know, students can participate really um, from everywhere. And the internship part, I think, was really important because it, it kept students, it kept students connected when it was really, really hard to connect. Um, and also our shifts during the evenings and daytime. I mean, we'd be in teams, literally, you know, on video using Microsoft Teams. Sometimes, you know, we'd have chat, you know, chat rooms in um, in in Zoom uh, to to be able to to communicate and uh, with each other uh, and and share information. So it was a way of staying connected. Um, back to the internship, Ashley. Uh, was actually. I think she saw that coming, Barb. Well, yes, I think she did. Uh, she's uh, she uh, she works with us on our podcast. So she knows we can be a little long-winded, uh, but uh, <laughs> she's constantly she's in constantly and, uh, giving uh, hand signals. Uh, she's learned from Mary Griffith all the producer hand signals, <laughs> which have to do going long and and then you know when you have to cut and all, all those kinds of lovely things. That's a good person to learn from. Absolutely, That's an absolutely. So Ashley, tell us a little bit about uh, the C to C college career and uh, what, yeah. what you're doing now? So um, it really came at the perfect time for me because it was the kind of, it was the first semester it was running. And um, what I was actually going to be going abroad that semester, the whole plan was I was going to be um, actually in the same program Catherine um, was in, the Hansard Scholars. Um, okay. But that ended up getting canceled. So my whole like perception of what I was going to be doing completely like took a turn and my plan for my internship gone. But then I saw that this was an opportunity and I had gone on the New Hampshire um, Democratic right. primary trip. And that's right. So you guys were, you guys both were doing, I forgot that. Yes. Yeah. So um, I was already really interested in kind of a different aspect of the Maris poll, more on the kind of, instead of the polling side, the production based side of it. So I ended up being um, chosen to be a member of the um, newsfeed track where it was amazing because it, I did so, so much with I, I didn't expect to do as much as I did, but I was really glad that I had the opportunity to do that. We made so many graphics and I learned so much about running social media, creating content, understanding how to conceptualize data, figure out what would be most interesting. And it was one of the biggest things that was really exciting for me is that I didn't feel like I was just someone 
that was like working for someone, someone was handing me tasks and that was it. It was really a collaborative effort. And one of the biggest things was I um, suggested that we should try and utilize Instagram more. And instead of being like, oh, that's like a, that's an idea. Like, let's move on. Um, Jada Dapper was like, okay, let's flesh this out. And um, I made like a whole, um, um, a whole approach to doing it, to figure out what would be the best way to approach Instagram. Why would it be? And was like, let's flush this out. Let's make this an idea. And everything was considered that we were a team making this, um, work together. So it really changed a lot of the trajectory of my, um, college career for the better, because I was in such a state of like my entire college plan was shifted because of COVID. So this offered a wonderful opportunity. And, um, I talk a little bit about the podcast, though, too, because that's sort of yes. where, where, um, where you. Uh, well, I was just going to jump in and say, um, Ashley did work with uh, Jada Dapper and uh, Mary Griffith, both uh, both alums of NBC News. Um, so she really had quite the quite the opportunity, uh, not only learning how to put together content, develop ideas, um, but. She shadowed Mary on the podcast, our executive producer, and she also, uh, you know, worked with uh, with Jay on uh, developing uh, different campaigns, uh, which uh, he had uh, he had been involved yeah. in a couple of startups. And Ashley seems to always be at the right place at the right time. So there you were working on our podcast, and Mary Griffith went out on maternity leave. And then all of a sudden we said, okay, we need now someone to produce the podcast. Take it from there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been really exciting the amount of different opportunities that I've gotten at the Maris Poll, especially with producing the podcast. Um, it was funny, actually, um, on the New Hampshire trip, Mary actually talked to me about working on the podcast. So it's really cool how it was like all the way from <laughs> then to now. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Um, but it's been really cool to be trusted to be able to like mass produce, be the producer for this. Um, and there's so many steps. Like um, I work with um, a bunch of different people, some of the interns and um, developing the um, rundowns or the kind of plan for it. We work on getting guests. We um, coordinate times. And then like the joke was, um, figuring out how like the timing, the hand signals, um, to keep the podcast moving along, but yeah, it really being in the right place at the right time. Um, it's definitely been really cool to see like such progression within the Maris poll for me that now, like I've been trusted with so many, like Kind of big responsibilities and that I'm able yeah. to really learn and grow. So um, the podcast has been such a wonderful experience because not only have I learned so much on the production side of it, of how to run a podcast, how to find information, but I've also learned so much just from picking the topics and that helps keep me up to date in the news and everything. And um, building these wonderful connections of connecting polling data to the news. So it's just, it's a wonderful experience, especially as a poli-sci student to be able to have an opportunity in my job to stay up to date, which is something I love to do. <laughs> <laughs> you were tailor-made. Katie, um, you know, you had uh, both the, the poli-sci and the, and the math major, and I know you kind of accidentally wandered into Marist uh, 
because of the polling. And most people think of polling as, oh my God, getting interrupted you know, when you're doing something and getting a call or people doing interviewing. But polling is so much more than that. Tell us, tell us a, a bit more about you know, what your interests were when, when you came to Marist and, and how that, and how you're now kind of living, living the dream. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, um, I, I've told uh, Lee this story before, but I didn't really think about applying to college um, until I got to high school. I started watching a show named Gossip Girl. Um, and it was set in New York and they go to college and I was like, hmm, college, that sounds interesting. Um, and so I started looking for, for uh, you know, institutions that, that had something appealing. I looked at Vassar, kind of what ended up leading me to uh, Maris in the poll. Um, but I, I had such an unusual route at the poll. Um, obviously, I started as an interviewer my first year um, and I loved it. I, I, it, it, I think it really in a lot of ways, just kind of inspired what I had been feeling um, from the beginning, um, especially when it comes to like, when I, when I started at Marist thinking, you know, math is so important, data is so important. Um, and then um, just the, the Republican primary in 2016 was so chaotic. And it, it made me think, you know, this is really where some important work needs to be done. And what a better, what a better, like, what a great convergence of two things. Um, than polling. So I wanted to be a coach, but then I became an RA um, for the rest of my time there, but I did everything that I could to kind of stick by the poll. So I tried to take every class that was offered, which I think I almost did take every class that was offered every semester. Um, but uh, then I ended up asking, you know, just coming to see you guys and saying like, how, how do I how do I stay close to this? Um, and I ended up doing like, I guess, I, like an apprenticeship, I guess kind of like an internship uh, with you my junior year, learning how the poll is coded in the back end with SPSS. Mm -hmm. So both during my time as an interviewer, while I was learning how to code from uh, Stephanie Calvano, who is the director of data science and technology at the poll. Mm -hmm. um, I also would take on translating projects when they were questions that hadn't been sent out to be translated yet, um, or on like a tight turnaround um, to be programmed. Um, and so every single one of these positions really perfectly translated to my current position. Um, I test online phone and surveys to check logic, which obviously all of my math background really perfectly ties into. Um, that was like one of my favorite classes at, at Marist was <laughs> my logic class. Um, and then um, I, I monitor interviewers to make sure everything is being read verbatim. There are no hiccups, like mispronunciations, which is exactly what coaches do um, at the poll. And then um, I oftentimes translate surveys and qualitative materials at my position when we have additions or edits to English language uh, surveys or materials after we finalize. So I, I just can't believe that every single thing that I did with the poll, I do right now. Um, in in a much bigger way too, right? So yeah, and I, you're getting you're getting paid for what the And also, you had an interest in in politics, so you've actually you've actually merged those two passions of yours. Yeah, and I I couldn't have asked for a better. I didn't even know um, that this was a career path until I <laughs> I really got 
to Maris and then I started talking to you guys and I said this is this is your job um I told Lee I think my senior year like that I I was coming for his job one day <laughs> I, well I've been here 46 years so there's yeah. only so much there's only so many more years uh, in the uh, <laughs> that I got so you know mm. you get you're right in line yeah. <laughs> Amy, I'm, I'm, uh, Amy is the, you know, introduced us and asked some early questions and is the executive director of the Alumni Association of a, is that what I got right? Not the association, director of alumni. Okay. Whatever, whatever. It's all, anyway. it's all one, it's all one. Okay, yeah. so now I'm going to tell you a funny story about these two, two uh, students. And as you can tell from the, the podcast so far, I mean, we always think, Barb and I and the rest of the staff, that the students are our secret sauce because they're the guys who make it happen. And mm -hmm. I think what you're experiencing now is, uh, you know, students who've had experiences that are unique to Marist. And, you know, and, they, and I'd like to say all 300 students do all this, but it isn't true, but they all do stuff that moves them along the path. You, you mentioned for you were so right that students of all different majors have worked for the Marist Poll over the years, mm -hmm. correct, in the Institute. Uh, and that just goes to show when they leave Marist, correct, they go on to do so many different things, yeah. right? You're and seeing graduates go on to graduate yeah. school, right? Yep. I've seen yep. a lot specifically through the UConn program, right? Yep. That's yep. a popular exactly. one. And then into all different careers, right? Are there law, any that have school, surprised you? Law school, yeah, what I find here's 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 the deal. Um, what what the students all learn, okay, is we we started joking. We say they learn to talk, uh, which means they they get themselves into situations with you know interviewing or meeting people in New Hampshire or you know the the journalists we bring on to campus um, to. And so they just interact. Both Katie, both Katie and Ashley um, went to, you know, went to New Hampshire with us in, yeah. uh, in the beginning of February of 2020. Little did we know what was ahead of us, but, um, you know, we had two busloads of students the weekend before the primary there in New Hampshire to, uh, to, see, to, to see all the candidates and go to, to each, of the, uh, each of the events. Now, were you guys on the, the Barbara bus or the Lee bus? <laughs> the Barbara bus. I was on the Lee bus. Oh, okay. We, we had more fun, Katie. We did. I, I was yeah, so we upset. totally had more fun. I beg to differ. Um, so what is that, you know, what is, uh, what is the memory? I mean, I know it's, it's, it's hard to think back because it was just before COVID broke, but you know, what, what was your takeaway from, from that trip too? Um, it was absolutely like one of the best experiences I've had, um, just to be surrounded by such, um, excitement around politics. Um, I have two um, standout like memories for me from it where when we when we were in like a rush where it was like there's a potential where it, we might be able to see the debate and then us rushing where it's like, oh, my gosh, we have tickets. We can see the debate and being able to be in the room where this happened and just feel the energy and be able to witness everyone speaking on that. That was such a it was the Democratic Presidential Debate University yeah. in New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. And that was something that I never really thought that I'd be able to see in person. And that was just like a crazy moment. And I was just so like 
the energy was amazing there. And then another thing was we went to an Elizabeth Warren rally and I was able to shake her hand and like talk with her for a second, which was like crazy to see these candidates that you only like you really hear about online, you um, kind of follow study and all of that. And I was able to shake her hand and like speak with her for a minute. And I mean, her dog sat on me too. So it was like, uh, it was just yeah, it's, really, it's really retail, you know, really retail. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. only New Hampshire. I mean, that's yeah. New Hampshire. It was really just to be in the place where like history was happening, where there was so many important things happening like politics wise and just being able to bear witness to it all was mm. absolutely amazing. And I, it still stands as one of my favorite memories from college. Well, and did you the, end up on the last night, did you end up going to the Trump rally or the, um, Bernie, Bernie, Sanders. the Bernie Sanders rally? I went to the Bernie Sanders one and that was the energy there was absolutely incredible the passion that was in the room when everyone spoke and the words they were saying the belief in them was just so true and it was like i i never really had like a feeling where it just it it, it felt so different because it felt i left so hopeful and that and it, it was just you were so immersed in this like this is a beautiful world we can take back and everyone was so excited to be there and like it was just like to be a part of that and be in this crowd that it's like, yes, this is a wonderful time. Like we have power. We are part of this country and we can make it better. And like you left just like ready to take on the world. And <laughs> such an amazing experience. Well, it's that, that, it definitely a political rally. Uh, on the Sunday, you, I was just going to say on the Sunday, um, half the group went to Fox News, Chris Wallace, because an alum, it was, you know, works with Chris. Was producer. Uh, and also had gone to the New Hampshire trip four years early, Casey Clark. Um, and then um, uh, the rest of the group went to meet the press because we polled and our partners at NBC News and, and with, with the, uh, Chuck Todd. And what was really funny was the Bernie Sanders had been first on Fox News and saw the Marist students. And then he came over to... Uh, in, in Manchester to uh, the NBC studios there and met the other half of the Marist students by which he thought most of New Hampshire was surprised <laughs> at Marist. But Katie, what, what was your, your big takeaway from being a member of Team Lee? Yeah. Lee bus? <laughs> um, no, I, I, I agree with Ashley. Um, the, the Bernie Sanders rally was so uplifting. You know, what a lineup we saw. Cornell West, Nina Turner, AOC, Bernie Sanders, like one right back to back. Um, I, I, had, I first of all, like never seen politicians like that in person. I think, especially being from the Southwest, where we just don't get a lot of action like that. Um, <laughs> really, really made me realize, you know, um, especially growing up, not really understanding what caucuses were either. I was like, wow, I should, I should be in New Hampshire. You know, get get some good attention over here. Um, no, but it was it was so meaningful and it really it shaped my senior thesis too. after seeing the energy, seeing all, all the different politicians. Of course, things changed a little bit after South Carolina. Um, but uh, I think it gave me a real, real like, um, I don't know, behind the scenes look into to what so many Americans don't really get to see. 
Yeah, um, and I was uh, that, that evening, uh, so half of us uh, went to the Bernie Sanders rally, right. and the other half went to the uh, the President Trump's uh, rally and watched the uh, the president uh, uh, stir his uh, supporters uh, that night as well. Yeah, yeah. For alumni who are listening, how can they keep in touch with what the Marist Poll is doing? You know, what? how can they be helpful to you? There's lots and lots of ways. And we are, you know, in touch uh, with alums. And if you want to uh, connect with us, we're in all the usual uh, social media places. You still know our, you still also know our emails and how, how to uh, how to find us um, that way. But I think what's really um, special uh, about Marist College is that uh, the alums still stay in touch. The alums also still lends a hand to uh, the students who are going through um, their years at Marist now. Um, I can't tell you how many um, times and how many alums have been helpful in connecting connecting current students and seniors, uh, networking, uh, just giving advice um, and, uh, you know, sharing their experiences. We uh, just recently, um, there were several um, students who were working um, in the media and they literally found out about job openings because, you know, one Marist student was, you know, leaving uh, CNN and another student was at WCBS radio and they connected. And so we just kept that position at CNN as a Marist position. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, the alums, the alums are really, really um, in, important. And we, we appreciate those of you who have stayed connected and uh, hope uh, some of you will reach out to us um, as, as well. And one of the things about this notion of, you know, keeping the ladder down for the next, I mean, Amy, you guys see that all the time with alums from all different fields. You know, Mar the Marist Poll, we have an advantage because, you know, we're so, you know, what we do is, you know, makes big stories and, you know, blasts over the news, but there's so many things that students benefit from also uh, graduates of Marist in all fields, business and communications, fashion, um, where the alums are just, I mean, that's part of the whole Marist thing, you know. And hopefully too, it's, it's, as we, unique. Um, it's unique to the college. And hopefully as we get to seeing people in person again, uh, <laughs> yeah. we love to do the, um, the special events. Uh, we've done them in New York, we've done them in Washington, and uh, hopefully we will be doing these again in 2022. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to see you guys there. Yes, we're going to work on that. Definitely. Yeah. We like on the this, road. We like doing the, this podcast also. I think this is our second or third time. So I want to know, have yeah. others done it more than us? I don't know. I'm not sure they're going to want us back, Lee. We talk an awful lot. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Well, it's we can right. also plug your podcast. We don't, yeah, we don't oh, mind. Yes. Pull Hub. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, ahead, Ashley. Yeah. Go ahead. Give your pitch. It's, it's weekly. Um. So... Um, definitely tune in to pull up. It's a very, um, it's a wonderful talk where it's a really informative where you're able to see it kind of the stories that are in the news, but also the polling side of it. And it's really, it breaks down a lot of things where it's just a really fun informational thing. It's very, it's um, around 20 to 30 minutes each week. 
Um, How do you keep them under 30 minutes? That's what yeah. I want to know. It's one day Mary, she's just going to cut the one. It's Mary. Mary does it, right? <laughs> oh, no, no. Mary no, does actually, it. for three months, was our executive producer. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it's just a really wonderful conversation that just kind of flows and you get, you learn a lot from it, being a part of it. Um, I always learn something new every single week and that's something I really enjoy in a podcast. So I definitely think it's worth tuning into. And we always have Lee's fun fact, which is always fun, <laughs> especially when we <laughs> have sometimes factual, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> 2022. I don't know, Katie. That's a big year. A lot of uh, a lot, a lot of campaigns. A lot of elections. Well, mm -hmm. you're, you're the, the group listing of alums and Maris friends should know that if by some chance Beto O'Rourke ends up in the White House at some point, <laughs> check down the list of you know people who are going to be working in the White House because uh, <laughs> Katie will be having a group of Maris students visiting her uh, in her cabinet position somewhere. <laughs> You maybe bet. maybe Secretary of Transportation because she knows her <laughs> way around, obviously. Right. And like the, the job you're not going to have, Ashley. That's the one you're not going to get. Oh. <laughs> oh, not going to live it down, Ashley. I I don't think I ever will. I already get it from my dad all the time, so mm. I, I I'm used to it at this point. What show <laughs> is what show is coming up in the spring in the theater? Um, so it's um, really exciting um, because we have a musical coming up and it's how to succeed in business without really oh, trying. Great. Great. Um, yes, we weren't able to do a musical last year because of COVID. So this is really exciting. Um, this is our really like our first big production um, back and um I'm really excited. I'm going to be in it. So that is um, like the last weekend of February, first weekend oh, of we March. Look, I look forward to that. I love the Maris Theater Productions. They're great. Yes. And Ashley, is this uh, on campus in person? Yes, on campus and in person. Okay. Um, yeah, we've been, this semester has been um, very active theater wise. We've already put on um, three shows this, um, this past semester. So it's really exciting to see things go back into full swing, especially theater-wise after um, last year where we were only able to have two shows. Um, so it's a really great change of pace to kind of um, get back to the swing of things. Well, that's a great note to end on. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Lee, Barb, Catherine, Ashley, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We really thank appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Amy. And for those listening, we hope you'll join us again next week as we continue our series spotlighting what's happening here on the ground at Marist. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can keep in touch and know every time we post a new episode of Marist Connections. We will continue to bring you conversations with students, faculty, staff, coaches, and others essential to the Marist community. If you have suggestions for future podcast themes or guests, please email them to maristalumni at marist.edu. Be sure to also check out Marist Alumni on Facebook and official Marist Alumni on Instagram. Thanks again, everyone, and have a wonderful day. 